0: What's good? What's hood? It's your boy. A coming up on the new episode of Six Sense, man. Y'all already know what I do: celebrity news, sports news, political news, world news, all different types of news. It's Friday. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Don't forget you listen to your boy blacker This is the new episode of Six Sense. What's good? What's hood, everybody? It's your boy B L A K A. What do you do out there? What do you do? What do you do? What it do do? Word, word, word what's good everybody it's friday man oh my god it's friday i have a couple more days before flying out to uh vegas man so before i jump into the show though man i want to give you guys a little quick story man uh, about me and flying all right now for anybody that knows me know that I've been flying ever since I was 10 years old, yo. Like me and my sister, we got on a plane. We was like 10 years old. I was 10, she was probably like eight. You know what I mean? By ourselves, we didn't have our parents or anything with us, man. And uh, I actually met Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on that plane, yo. And like, I can't wait to see him again because I, I just want to call him a cheap bastard, man. Like he gave me and my sister a dollar piece. You know what I mean? At this point in time, 10 years old, don't really know how much money NBA players make. Uh, I was just getting to like NBA sports and shit like that because I was a long time football head. But yeah, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, man, I think you owe me and my sister a hell of a lot more than a dollar, bro. Just saying. (laughs) But I was saying about the whole flying thing, man. Like I I still I'm 43 years old. I've been flying since I was 10 years old. So I still have a fucking fear of flying, you guys. Like I'm still scared. I've been on planes, man, like when I used to fly back and forth from like Seattle, Washington to Alaska. Well, once you get to Anchorage, they have this airport inside of an airport, a small airport called uh, Pin Air. And like the fucking plane so small, like they check your weight to make sure that the weight is accurate. You know what I'm saying? The plane can only hold so much. I think it holds like maybe 30 people. So, like, it's super small inside there and shit like that, man. So, like, you feel all of the turbulence and the dips and the ups and downs and shit, man. So, so I have this thing where I like to do where I get fucked up before I get on a plane. So, like, I have to drink more alcohol than what I normally drink. You know what I mean? But the fucked up part about it is that normally, you know, when I get on a plane, it's normally during the day or that, uh, what they call it, red eye flight. You know what I'm saying? So, this flight don't take you to vegas man i'm shipping out 6 a.m in the morning which means i have to be at the airport at least five o'clock you know what i mean and uh i just trying to figure out how the fuck am i gonna get fucked up like three four o'clock in the morning and still make my flight yo so oh man it's gonna be very interesting man but nevertheless guys uh i thought i was gonna be out there in vegas for three days guys and it finds out that i'm gonna be out there for like five or six days so, uh yeah, it's, this this is going to be a trip here, man. Me and the wifey, uh, we have never flown together. I've always flew, outside of my sister, always flew solo. And my wifey and the kids, they've flown together more. Uh, my wifey just took a flight with my oldest daughter, who just moved to Miami a couple months ago. So my wifey went down there with her to check out apartments and shit before she had moved. So this is going to be the first time me and the wifey get a chance to uh, fly out, man and uh i also think it's gonna be lovely now guys while i'm doing this uh podcast right here if you hear me choke you know don't ring the alarm or anything we're just smoking on some real good shit you know so i try not a lot of times i try not to smoke and do a podcast because you know i'm saying you gotta take air breaks and all that kind of shit but uh yeah so man i'm just gonna jump right into it man uh Stephen A. Smith, everybody knows Stephen A. Smith, the loudmouth guy with the receding hairline on ESPN. Uh, speak a lot of big words that the normal person would actually have to look up. Well, Stephen A. Smith made an emotional plea for LeBron James to break his silence on his vaccines plan, uh, pointing to the uh, dis- dis- protect- disproportionate rate at which Black Americans are dying from the coronavirus. Over the weekend, James called his choice to take the vaccine, a conversation that that he may have with his family, and pretty much keep it a private thing. When you decide to do something that's a a conversation between you and your family and not for everybody, I'll keep it that way, he said. Smith noted that he respects LeBron James's decision to be private, especially considering this nation's history, it's unethical behavior when it comes to using black folks as guinea pigs in our lives. All right, now what do what do you guys think? Should people, whether they're celebrities, well, I'll just keep it as celebrities. Do you guys think celebrities should come out in the open and say, "Hey, I took the vaccine, or I'm taking the vaccine," and publicize it, or do you think it's a matter that they should keep privately? Me personally. Uh, I really don't give a fuck. To be honest with you, I I, I don't. I really don't give a fuck. If you want to share that kind of information, by all means, go ahead. If you want to keep it private, by all means, go ahead. Uh, but just in case, to the people who have a problem with the celebrities keeping it private, uh, then that speaks a lot about you. You know what I mean? Like this is this is LeBron, Like he said, it's a fan. This is a conversation that I'm gonna have with my family. Now, me personally, I've gotten on the air and told you guys, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not taking the vaccine. No one in my family, my immediate family, such as the wifey and kids, uh, none of them has spoken about taking the vaccine. All of my kids are 18 or older, so it's their decision, actually, to take the vaccine. So, you know... Me personally, I I really don't have a problem with people keeping something to that magnitude uh, to themselves or sharing it with everybody else in the world. Here is one thing that I do want people to know. I don't care Barack Obama, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, LeBron James and any other black national figure out there. If you guys think putting them on TV and letting the world see them get ejected with a vaccine vaccine is gonna have millions of black people running to get that vaccine you motherfuckers are sadly mistaken real talk it's not gonna happen that way yo it's not we don't we don't look at our honestly black people don't really look at their black athletes and celebrities as gods and i know i'll probably catch some slack on this one they don't look at their black celebrities and and, and athletes as gods the way that some white people do not all white people but some white people look at the black athlete as a god you know what i mean and 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 they have this notation that if he does something then the black community is going to jump on the bandwagon and follow it as well That's not the case, man. The last white person that made that mistake, honestly, was Hillary Clinton when she thought all the black people that voted for Barack Obama was going to vote for her. And it didn't turn out that way. You know what I mean? So you just, you know, you can't take certain things for granted when it comes to the black delegation, man. You just can't do that. You know what I mean? That's real talk, yo. So Ocasio-Cortez Nadler joined lawmakers demanding that Andrew Cuomo quit. All right. So for everybody that knows like, like now, man, for, for those who don't know, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. All right. And uh prior to the whole pandemic, it seems like Andrew was doing a real good job in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump, him and Trump has been going back and forth way before the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? And since the pandemic has started, there's been all types of allegations about Andrew Cuomo. The first allegation about him, as I spoke candidly about on uh, a previous podcast, was about him, uh, you know, manipulating the numbers when it came to the amount of deaths that happened in these uh, living facilities with elderly people during the coronavirus when it was at its highest peak and they saying you know that he was manipulating the numbers and then you know it's not like this smoke had cleared from that you know what i'm saying it was almost like as the smoke continued to get thicker uh from that situation and you had a couple of women coming out about sexual harassment and 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 you know sexual assault and things of that nature man so as of right now if I'm correct i think it stands at six women who have spoken out against Andrew Cuomo and his sexual advances towards them. You know what I mean? And and uh it's just another uh situation of, of old white men who think that you know their money and their power is is, is going to ex- exceed you know the guidelines of life, man. You can't. You can't be like that anymore man you know what i'm saying you, you you guys are seeing what they're doing with the cartoons i mean pepe lepew got canceled he got kicked off for of the space jam too pepe lepew pepe lepew people you know what i'm saying so it's gotten to the point now where everybody the, the, it seems like everybody is trying to please everybody or some shit man and i'll get deep i'll get deeply more into that but um the whole andrew cuomo situation man it is not looking good for him people it's not looking good for him at all, uh, you know, and 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 the thing about it is that his brother is a anchor on CNN, Chris Cuomo, and, uh, you know, he's very Democratic heavy, heavy, just like his brother is and shit like that, man. So it, it's real interesting how CNN doesn't really play this story. Or 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 dive into this story, and I'm quite sure it has a lot to do with one of their leading anchors, happens to be related to the governor of New York, you know what I mean. But at the same time, man, your job is to report what's going on in America. At least that's what I thought, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, to see just because you know someone is related to the person that 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 you know what I'm saying, these allegations are against does not mean that you get to talk about something else. Now I've seen Don, I, I've seen Don, let me speak on it to some degree. I've seen Wolf Blitzer and several other CNN anchors speak on it to a certain degree, but uh, I haven't seen Chris speak on his brother and I'm not expecting Chris to badmouth his brother. Let's make that clear right now. I'm not expecting Chris to badmouth mouth him. However, I am expecting Chris and I'm quite sure millions of other people are expecting him to say something. You know what I mean? In the defense, or at the very least in the defense of the women. You know what I mean? I know that your brother, your brother say, yeah, I didn't do it. And you and your brother have a very close relationship, which it seems to be when it comes to Andrew and Chris. Uh, And he say he didn't do it. Then if you're his brother, then I expect you to be like, okay, my brother didn't, he said he didn't do it. That's what I'm going with. Okay. I expect that. But uh, I haven't, I haven't gotten anything from Chris, man. I haven't, I haven't heard anything from Chris. If you guys have, please feel, you know, if you, you know, please enlighten me and fill me in. You can hit me up on Anchor if you so please, or you can hit me up on Facebook, whichever way it doesn't really matter. But uh, the one thing that I do know is that uh, a lot of people, Republican and Democrat, is jumping off of the Andrew Cuomo ship. And they're asking for either he stepped down, which he's already said that he wasn't into. There was due process. And I'm also hearing uh, impeachment. You know what I mean? Which would be crazy, man. Like (laughs) the word impeachment has been, you know, prior to Trump, I hadn't heard the word impeachment since Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton back in the 90s was the last time I heard the word impeachment. Now it seems like every fucking political leader to some degree is having the word impeachment attached to their name, bro. I swear shit is crazy. So, sleepy Joe has finally signed the bill people so the stimulus checks should be rolling out. Uh some people may get them today. The, the everyone that has a direct deposit if you got your uh you know how the shit goes if you got your income tax check through direct deposit, then in all likelihood that's how you'll get your uh, stimulus check as well. For those who don't do direct deposit, then you're probably going to have to wait an additional 10 to 12 days before you receive your money. And uh so it's supposed to be this weekend which is a good thing people i I definitely need that 1400 one of the reasons why they cut the amount of money that you make on a yearly basis from i think it was 100k the last time they sent out the stimulus package to now 75 and what happened was that people that was making 75k or better was actually just putting the money in their bank account you know what i mean and uh the thing is is that at a time like this, me personally, I don't feel like you should bank that money. I feel like that money is needed to regenerate the economy. That's what I feel like that money is for. You know what I mean? And that's on any level. You know what I'm saying? If, if motherfuckers want to take their 1400 and go to the dispensary, by all means, do that. You know what I mean? It's still, you still uh, help generating the economy. You want to take your 1400 and go to places like Foot Locker and Applebee's and all of that kind of shit. By all means, do so. You're still generate help generating the economy, okay? But if you take the money and you set it in the bank, and you're the type of person that's not likely to spend, you know, money to to some degree unless it's a necessity, you know what I'm saying? Then that could hamper, or you know what I'm saying, the economy, man. So if everybody is about, you know, the economy getting back on its feet and things of that nature, then I'm all for it. And if you're not thinking about that, you know what I mean, then, you know, that's another issue, man. But me personally, I am not uh, too big on, you know, me personally. I just don't care. Like when it comes to other people's lives and shit and what they do, like, I don't care. Like if you save the money, save the money. If you spend the money, spend the money. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it's just crazy, man. But, nevertheless, man, coming up on the second half of Sixth Sense, man, you guys already know I'll dip into some celebrity news with rappers and celebrities and sports stars and things of that nature. So sit back, relax. Don't forget, it's Friday. Don't forget, you're listening to your boy Blacker. This is the Sixth Sense. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, my boy, Ricky Rose Ross. So there has been rumors uh, that him and Trainer are dating and things like that, man. So the Miami rappers are sparking dating rumors after they were seen showing PDA at a lunch party for Trainer's new rap snacks flavor during the NBA All-Star Weekend in Atlanta. Ross shared a series of flirty photos of himself with his arms wrapped around the Diamond Princess. The pair seemed quite cozy as they they laugh and pose for fun photographers man despite the pics their relationship status remains unclear trainer posted the same photos with Rose and captioned one biggest and another one family suggesting that they may just be friends but fans were still hopeful for more and me personally you guys i really don't get all caught up into the whole celebrity dating and who they're married to and fucking and all of that but for some reason you know what i mean trainer and rick ross just seems like a perfect fit you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. And, and one thing I, I like about Trina, one thing I like about Trina is that her uh, her music, honestly, to me, never spilled over to her real world. Like you, like you know, what I'm saying I'm from that era, you guys. And I know a lot of you guys that listen to me probably can't remember her from back in the day. But Trina was like that, uh, excuse the if, but she was that bad bitch back in the day yo she was she was she was that bad bitch back in the day uh she was like the down south version of lil kim you know what i'm saying like the two favorite or the two sexiest rappers from back then you know what i'm saying it was lil kim and 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 uh the diamond princess man so you know what i mean trainer so uh you know me personally man she's never like been in the tabloids for about dating this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy she's no Lori harvey let's put it that way i'm, I'm just you guys know i'm going with that she ain't no Lori harvey and and on some real shit, you know what i'm saying you know rick rick to some degree uh you know knows how to separate you know his music from the real world and shit like that man and so, like, I really think this is a powerhouse couple, if they are a couple. I really think they're a powerhouse couple, man. So shout out to Trina, the Diamond Princess. Shout-out to old boy Rick Ross. Um, Y'all continue to do y'all thing, man. Continue to allow, y'all can continue to allow people to speculate. Or, you know what I'm saying, you guys can go ahead on and, you know what I'm saying, put the rumors to rest. It's all up to you guys. I don't know, but it is what it is. So man, the uh the new season of uh what's that shit's called? Keeping up with the Kardashians. So this is supposed to be the last season. This is the 20th season in 16 years. You know what I'm saying? They've been in the uh living rooms of millions of people across this country as well as the world, man. And that's just finally gonna come to an end. Uh of course, it, it's gonna be as dramatic as possible, you know what I'm saying? Kim, she's crying, mascara running down her face, talking like she's she's talking about she feels like a fucking loser and all that kind of shit right there, man. And uh, you know, it's just gonna be one big thing after another on that show, and it's crazy because uh What's her name? Chloe and, and 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 Tristan Thompson. Like I didn't even know these motherfuckers were back together. And I see a little clip to where they're talking about having baby number two. So I'm like, damn, I ain't even this back together. And then I see and then I see uh that child molester, what's his name? Uh uh Scott Disick. Yeah. I see him and and Kourtney sitting beside each other and talking about how it is good to be friends and how they've been co-parenting and shit. So me personally, I haven't seen an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians since season two. You know what I'm saying, or some shit like that. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it's gonna be messy. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm quite sure my girl would to keep me filled in on what's going on. But uh, don't like I would love nothing more to say. I would love nothing more than to say that. The Kardashians fucked up Kanye West head. Unfortunately, everybody and their mother know that's a lie. (laughs) That's real talk, real talk. That's just a lie, man. Oh, that dude was fucked up way before he got to her. I think he fucked her up. To be honest with you, I think he fucked her up. But I told people, man. I told people. I said when this chick decides, when she started going for like her you know practicing law and, and 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 the bar exam and things of that nature and started to get you know people who had been wrongfully locked up for a bunch of years uh you know you know get the president to uh, partner them and things of that nature man that's when i saw a, a a different side of kim kardashian you know i saw a different side of her and i i told people then i said you know what i said this version of kim right here is not going to be able to put up with Kanye. If she's really serious about this, because you're putting your name out there, Kim Kardashian, that is, you're, you're putting your name out there in a manner that is going to stand alone. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have the Kardashian family behind you on that. Not When I say behind you, I'm not talking about uh, supporting her. I'm just saying you're, you're really putting yourself out there, Kim, because you've been a reality star. Everybody know how she came up. She's been a reality star. Her father was one of the most famous lawyers who was on the dream team with the OJ trial back in the 90s. So everybody know how she came up and shit, man. And, uh, you know, so in order to get people to take her serious, in order to get people to take her serious as far as being a lawyer and things of that nature, the only thing kept coming to my mind was she's going to have to divorce Kanye. She's going to have to divorce that cat, yo. And When he decided to speak about her possibly having an abortion with the first kid and things of that nature and how the the antics and the rants and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? That whole spiritual thing that he was doing in Wyoming, me personally, I think, I just think Kim was along for the ride. There's nothing about the Kardashians that says spiritual, spiritual when I look at any of them, you know what I mean? So I don't think she was fully, fully into that. Uh, The way he carried himself in the white house, uh, I don't think that was the straw that broke the camel back as well. The straw that broke the camel back is when he called himself running for president and he put that information out there that did not had to be out there. That's the you know, I mean, you can't come on, man. And I think that was enough for her people, you know what I'm saying? So, as the reports have said, she didn't really want to leave him when he was going through that depression at that time because PR wise, it would have looked bad on her end, but uh. I saw her getting the fuck up out there yo I, I i saw that i saw kanye is is more than a handful of people you know what i'm saying when 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 amber rose and amber rose give me that kind of feeling like she can be a psychotic chick you know what i'm saying i don't know what it is about her you know what i'm saying but she can't keep no dude yo she probably got some of that crazy good good you know what i mean but she can't keep no one dude and uh you know if she couldn't tame him and bring him in, yo, I damn sure didn't see the likes of a Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? But then there's a side of me that's wondering, you know what I'm saying? Is Beyonce loving this shit? <laughs> like real talk, y'all. Like because she don't really, really fuck with Kim, so I'm just wondering if she loving this shit for real. <laughs> for real, man. It's crazy times out here, man. I swear, crazy times out here, man. I, I before I came on air, you guys, I was just watching. Uh, my man Lil Boosie. I love that nigga. I swear Lil Boosie is that nigga, yo. Lil Boosie is that nigga because he keeps it real. Every time he does a video uh, interview, I don't give a fuck who who's interviewing him, but some of my most favorite ones are when he's being interviewed by Vlad. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, Vlad is he's interviewed Boosie more times than I think anybody has, man. And 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 one thing I like about Vlad's show, man, is that. He allows you to get as real as you fucking want. You know what I mean? Vlad allows you to get real as you fucking want. If you, if you want to hit a line of coke while you're doing the interview with him, you can. If you want to pop a pill, you can. If you want to smoke a blunt, you can. You know what I'm saying? Get fucked up while you're doing the interview. Vlad will let you because he wants you at your realest. And if you feel like hitting that line of coke, swallowing that pill, hitting that blunt, it's going to have you at your realest. And by all means, do your thing, man and i fucks with vlad on that man that's real talk i got some real good shit right here too it's called gary payton my man's got it yo uh it's a real good strain man god damn it's a real good strain i swear (laughs) no seriously (laughs) a real good strain man but uh what you guys doing this weekend me personally me personally ain't doing shit i uh my wife packed like eight days ago y'all like like my wife is super excited about going on this fucking trip to Vegas man I swear and like I'm the kind of dude where I downplay everything you know what I'm saying so I knew about the trip every since Christmas day when they surprised us with it and I really haven't showed any type of like super duper ecstatic emotion and shit you know what I'm saying so like my wife she's been like tiptoeing about not talking about it too much and shit like that throughout the day because my wife she I'm telling you man she would the moment she found out about it she would just talk about that until we we're actually on the plane about the land there and that's how super excited she get love her to death man she's she but she gets excited enough for the both of us yo that's real talk <laughs> <laughs> she gonna kill me but it is what it is man hey shout out to my niece man marquesia johnson she just came home from hawaii she's in the military uh, she's gonna be home for a couple weeks, man. So, and uh, my youngest daughter, they're probably gonna pack up and leave Sunday and go see her in uh, Petersburg, Virginia. So, shout out to Marquesia Johnson for uh, taking that plane ride from Hawaii all the way to VA, baby. And uh, hey, shout out to my man Jerry Breeden. Hey, I've been seeing the numbers in West Virginia go up, man. Bluefield, West Virginia, I know exactly where that is and I know who's listening. But Jerry, I know you're just not the only one listening, buddy. So shout out to a lot of people in Bluefield, West Virginia, man. I'm seeing y'all numbers rise. That's what's up. Chicago, shout out as well and uh of course ashburn virginia you guys just stay in the lead spot for virginia and overall out of all the states man when i first started doing this podcast man i had people from like Sweden and switzerland and ireland and shit like that listening to me i didn't know white folks uh from across the pond whoops, cool with me like that. So shout out to all the white people from places like Ireland and Switzerland and shit like Sweden and shit like that, man. That's real big ups, man. But uh, actually, you know what I'm saying? You know, white people from across the pond, they love black people in a manner that a lot of white people in the US just don't get you know what i'm saying and it's cool man it's cool you know what i'm saying you go across the pond me personally i've never been there but the stories and the people that i know that are actually from there you know what i'm saying black people i'm not gonna say it's it's glory land you know what i'm saying but from my understanding you know what i'm saying black people do have a better chance at succeeding in places like uh switzerland and sweden and finland you know what i'm saying in germany and places like that yo so you know you know if you're black and you got some money and you think about getting the fuck up out of the us you know at your own risk you could go ahead but those are just some of the places that i named off to where people are you know what i'm saying super duper cool with us man but you got assholes everywhere you go guys you guys know that Assholes everywhere you go, man. So, man, as far as like the NFL world, man, Dak Prescott got his money. Uh, Tom Brady has just reconstructed his contract. Uh, you got a whole bunch of like tight ends, man, from the likes of like Hunter Henry from San Diego and Janu Smith. Uh, from Tennessee and Cal Rudolph from Minnesota man like these guys have uh, been let go now a couple of these guys that I just names that I just called out like the Hunter Henry's and the John like especially Hunter Henry I'm expecting uh the San Diego Chargers to re-sign him you know what I mean a lot of these guys didn't get the franchise tag which means they became free agents and uh so you know they're on the open market shopping now the one thing that i do know that any team offers them a contract the team that they were previously signed with can match that contract if they so choose to so it's going to be a lot of interesting things that's going to be leading up to to the uh draft as far as uh you know how how, how people are going to start jockeying for position and shit like that but uh the situation that's going on in houston texas right now with deshaun watson is is it's super bullshit, man you can't take away you know with and, and right now one of the questions that our, people are asking especially on places like black twitter they are starting to ask the question if this was a white quarterback and he wanted to leave to pursue greener pastures elsewhere and perhaps make a get a championship would you guys be holding him like this holding him hostage getting rid of all of the talent now don't forget let's let's Here are a few names that the Houston Texans have gotten rid of within the past four seasons. They've gotten rid of Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. They've gotten rid of Jadavion Clowney. They've gotten rid of, uh, uh, what's the guy, uh, the wide receiver, Hopkins. They got rid of him, and he showed his ass in Arizona this past season with Kyler Murray. They also got rid of... uh, jj watt now jj watt was the face this is what the fuck i'm talking about jj watt was the face of the franchise man and they do this to him man but that's crazy shit you know what i mean it's crazy shit man it is what it is and uh it is what it is man but listen guys it's friday man i'm not gonna hold you guys up i love talking to you guys uh this fucking strain right now, it's called Gary Payton. If you guys can get your hands on some of that, it's some sure fire, man. Well, outside of that, man, I want to thank y'all for listening to your boy, Blacker. It's always been a blast. This is The Sixth Sense, baby. And I'm out. Peace.